Hey everyone, I'm David Fins, and on this episode of the Cyber Insurance Imperative, Uncle Sam wants you to buy cyber insurance. That's right. The Department of the Treasury published a notice on March 30th seeking comments about potential changes to the Terrorism Risk Insurance Act, or TRIA, that would encourage the underwriting and purchase of cyber insurance, including possible expansion of the Terrorism Risk Insurance Program to backstop cyber-related losses. Treasury is asking interested parties to comment on the current state of the cyber insurance market, including the impact of ransomware and cyber attacks by terrorists, as well as the support that insurers are receiving from the reinsurance and capital markets. Now, if you're not familiar with TRIA, this is an act passed by Congress in 2002, following the tragedy of 9-11. TRIA was initially envisioned as a temporary three-year program designed to help the property and casualty insurance market by allowing the federal government to bear some of the costs associated with a major terrorist attack. Well, the funny thing about temporary government programs is that they have a way of hanging around. And now, that program may be expanded to encompass certain types of cyber-related losses associated with a terrorist act. The federal government says it's been having trouble gathering information from the insurance industry about these types of events, and will need to do so in order to assess whether expanding the TRIP program will boost the take-up rate for cyber insurance. In a sense, Treasury is walking a bit of a fine line here, because they're also charged with preventing ransom payments to persons and entities that have been sanctioned by the Office of Foreign Asset Controls. And as anyone in the cyber insurance space can tell you, coverage for ransom payments is no small part of what has led to the hardening of the cyber insurance market. So what does this mean for our listeners? For one thing, a federal backstop could give underwriters the confidence they need to continue offering the coverage. This is especially important when you consider the danger of a widespread event that could impact whole sectors of the economy. And in fact, some insurers have already begun limiting their exposure to such events. Second, you'll want to make sure that your policy's war exclusion contains a carve-back for cyber-terrorism coverage, something we discussed in an earlier episode, but it refers to non-state actors who are looking to further religious, political, or ideological objectives. Now please note, this is intended as general information and guidance, and you'll want to consult with a qualified insurance broker about your specific coverage needs. If you'd like a copy of a recent article I co-authored, which was published in Law 360, discussing the war exclusion in light of the current geopolitical climate, you can DM me on LinkedIn or email me at david.fins at alliant.com, and I'll be happy to send you a copy. Educating our clients about how to make the most of their coverage is just one more way that Alliant helps you find the more rewarding way to manage risk. Thanks for listening.